All right. Yeah. Welcome to Coffee and Cannabis. I'm your host, Eliza, and this is... Corey, what up? Yo, we back home. What's good? What's good? Yeah. It's nice to be home. We had some time away in -hmm. Atlantic City, you know? Shout out to the gang down there. Um, Before we get into our episode, you guys already know how we do. For coffee... We have the Law of Donut Engineering. Um, they go by LODG, local spot here in the Heights, and they stayed open for like an extra ten minutes to bring us coffee. Um, and they also gave us some donuts. Shout out to them, great place, peace, local. Peace. You guys already know how we do. We like to make sure that we um, support the local places. And before Corey tells you what we're smoking on, I want you to show. I want to show you what he brought me. So corny. All about the health and wellness over here, baby. <laughs> She got her fucking wick. I got my hemp wrap. She's Eliza Wick. I got my wick. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh, John Wick, Eliza Wick. You got, listen, don't get me started. Um, I'm I'm not going to talk about the brand that you got it from. We're just going to put my thumb over this. But, That's a um, very good brand. They do a lot of philanthropy. Oh, yeah, so much. Yeah, they donate a mm-hmm. lot. So they say. Fucking troll. <laughs> what are we smoking on, babe? Uh, you are going to be smoking on uh, butter stuff, and I am smoking on Mandarin Skittles. So, peace, peace, peace. Um, good stuff, good stuff. You see this? You see this? Uh, you and this fucking wick. You're hilarious, yo. Yo, I'm telling you, I'm about to have everybody on the wick game. You're not. I am. This be- All right, all I got to do is explain it. I'm going to explain it. When you... There's this magical thing, right? It's called a lighter. With butane. Right? Peep my lighter. There's this magical thing called a lighter. Yep. And in the lighter, Mm -hmm. it has a thing called a wick. And the wick grabs the fluid from the lighter so I can do this. Yep. So, see? I'm using a wick also. And you know what you do? And then you go like this, and you just inhale all the butane, and it's terrible for you. It's unhealthy, and we're trying to do good. Get well. Be high. And be high. You see how you see I, what I did there? I smoke leaf. I'm not trying to hear all that all that hemp shit, wick, and all that nonsense. All right. Well, as you guys see, you get a little bit of everything over here, right? You got the healthy side. You got the... Uh, get high. The uh, OG the OG way. Um, we're back home in our dispensary. It smells like shit. It's disgusting. They're doing construction in overdrive. And to be honest, I just want you guys to know... When we're rich, we fucking deserve it. <laughs> this is torture. Yeah, I just told Jalen, shout out to Jalen, our 21-year-old producer. He apologizes for the last video. Um, oh, yeah, sorry about but, that. But, you know uh, what I mean? I was telling you, we got to start doing some behind-the-scenes footage mm-hmm. for the Life Story video. Okay. Um, because if people saw the other side of this room, yes. you like that? The other side, I did that. Um, the other side of this <laughs> room, this. shit is crazy. Um, y'all wouldn't imagine we, like, listen... Eliza makes a lot of money. I'm be honest. Eliza's rich. No, I'm not. Right? I'm she's not yet. she's my biggest investor. Um, right. So, you know, I mean, it's a whole lot of expensive cars sitting outside. None of them are mine. Jalen got a crazy whip. Eliza got a crazy whip. Eliza's wife got a crazy whip. I'm broke. I got on a screens a screen printed hoodie. It's a tall. Shout out to the gang. And I just want y'all to know. That if y'all thought Eliza would, if someone showed you this room that we record in up here in the hood, um, yeah, you wouldn't believe it. My excuse to myself is you lived in a Connex box, you lived in the desert, 
used to wear a full kit. You can be in a dusty ass dispensary. It's not that deep. But also, I'm on the other side of my life, and I feel like I'm beyond this. So, yes. <laughs> keep back at it, y'all. All right, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, our channel is, you know, finally eligible for the monetization stuff. Jalen knows all the good things. So. Thank you for everyone who subscribed in the past and, and people coming in the future. Um, we have over a thousand. We just started this podcast at the beginning of the year and it's just, it's been such a journey, but it's been dope. We've spoken to incredible people, great stories, uh, you know, sharing our platform, building the community here in Jersey and beyond. And it's just been really dope. I love it. Man, this podcast shit sucks. I'm tired of y'all knowing who I am. Yep. Yeah. I see Corey's sentiment. I don't like this shit. All right, what do we got? Um, Nikan, we back from it. We're back from Nikan. Um, great time, great time. That was dope. Bro. Shout out to Brennan. Shout out to Stan. <clears throat> the brothers, my brothers. I feel like I have not been to a conference that was that energetic in the in the East Coast, well, ever. To be honest, no. I mean, yeah. You've been doing you've been doing the conference stuff in weed longer than I have. Have you other than? MJ Biz, which is always a movie because it really just brings in yeah, everyone. Yeah, but that's Vegas. Um, exactly. Yeah, I would say the original like ones years ago in the Jacob Javits Center used to go hard, but it's not like you were sitting in the middle of the Jacob Javits Center smoking weed. So right. MJ Biz is different. People just weed is everywhere. Yeah. Um, and obviously in New York, just going wreck. No fucking dispensary. Shout out to Court. Um, yeah, that's different. But yeah, the John and AC was hard. Um. After parties, rooftop parties, yeah. that Fernway party was crazy. Yep. Um, yep. The rooftop John, you know, weed as a uh, as a giveaway at, at, at an event. Yep. Walking around with the platter, with the bud, that's hard. <laughs> that was great. That was hard. That was um, so, yeah, like that that was different. That was a little bit of a movie. Um, yeah. Uh, I had an issue while I was down there, though. As What's you the know, issue? I got too high on Saturday. If you remember, I had to go oh, back to the room and, yes. and, and take a nap. Like Yo, an old you were man. faded, bro. Yeah, so be careful when you put hash in your blunt, and then you're passing a blunt around to the team, and then you get to the part with the hash in it and smoke that whole part. <laughs> it's not good. So, yeah, I got way too faded. Um, shout out to Candace. She treated me like I deserved to be treated, fragile, um, and, and got me back to my room. I had to go take a nap. But I was ready for the, I was back for the after party, though. She but, helped you out? Yeah, she walked oh. me to the door of the conference. Luckily, I was right across the right, street. Right. And I stumbled my ass across the street <laughs> and, and laid in the bed and, and cuddled with a pillow. I feel like I only seen you that high one other time, and it was when we filmed a lot of podcasts in one day. Yeah, the yeah. one time we did like three podcasts yep. in a day. By the time we, I was like, "Yo, I'm faded." Yeah, but that was the only time I ever seen you that fucked up. So when I was looking at you at the conference, I was like, "Yo, this motherfucker is really gone." No, you don't understand. I was looking at me. <laughs> there was no mirror. I I saw me. I was like, "Fam, you're faded." And then the nigga that looked back at me was like. Yeah, fam, we are. Yeah, I was that fucked up. So yeah, I'm. A after a while, I was like, yeah, I gotta go. I had a. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> nah. So I see the couple people sent or talked to a couple people since I was back from Nikan. They was like, yo, I walked around Saturday. I saw the blue field. It looked really great. I didn't see you, yo. And I was like, oh, you know, I was running around and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was high. I had to go. Had to be uh, taken back to the room, escorted back to the room there. <coughs> but I took well, a little nap and I came back. Like, came back my, strong. Came back strong. He did. There we go. He did. He came back strong, went to a rooftop party. It was a good time. Um, 
I, on the other hand, was doing a lot of working. So I, Corey was smoking lots of blunts and doing drink. You also drank some infused wine. I did try the you, infused wine. <laughs> everybody was giving you vapes. Like, people it was a lot me. of stuff. Shout out to Green Tank that took care yeah. of me. Yep. But, yeah, uh, people love up. me. They get, <laughs> listen, I'm used to that. I haven't been in this weed game, legal weed game, for six, almost six years. I'm used to going places and people handing me things. Give me weed. Treat me nice. But it's, sometimes you like should take it back. You don't have to like use it immediately, you know. Nah, you, know, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta show them appreciation for their gifts. Let me try this. Let me do a live demo right now with me, you. What the fuck you hand me? Um, Let me try this shit real quick. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, was I was working lots, mm -hmm. so I didn't get to be as faded as Corey was. I was scared for you because when <laughs> I realized how I got that high, I was like, "Fuck!" She smoked that same blunt, but apparently you hit no part of the hash. Because um, I was like, "Fuck!" She's about to go on stage. I know what I'm feeling right now. I was like, I hope she keep it together. But then you was like, you was fine. I was like, well, fine. I'm a bitch. Whatever. I saw I saw you come in. I was sitting on the stage having my talk, and there you are in the back like, I think Save I killed Eliza. That's what you, when I got off, you were like, are you okay? You good? And I'm yeah. like, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, because it, this is rough. Yeah. Well, um, shout out to everybody that came to all of our talks. Uh, I did a CSR, branding with CSR. That was really, really dope. And uh, we also did a women in cannabis panel. Shout out to my other panelists that were there with me: Drew, um, Kate, Miss Grass. It was dope. It was so. It was like just so much good energy mm -hmm. and so much positivity and so much culture. Like that's one thing that I really want to talk about. I feel like, <clears throat> and this is no shade to other states because I don't. I don't know what it's like, but I feel like Jersey has taken control and has been like, listen. We're not going to let this develop into whatever you want it to deliver. You know, this market was already here. And although we do all believe in doing things the right way, we still want to have some culture in this industry. Yeah. And I think everybody is contributing to that. And the fact that uh, Brendan and Stan had the opportunity to partner with Nikan, and then we all, you know, came together as that whole social equity corner in space. Yeah. It was just, I never seen anything like it. Yeah. I never seen anything like that. Shout out to my brothers for having the black ass cannabis convention, but still very <laughs> professional. See, a lot of y'all, if I say the black ass, y'all think it's not professional, right. which fuck y'all fucked up. But um, yeah, no, nah, it was still hard. It was, it was a really good time. Um, that's true though. They do they do think if you like say that it's too diverse, yeah. then like oh it must have been ratchet. Yeah. It's like no, it was actually really well put together. And I've seen probably three other quote unquote conventions that are gonna pop up. Y'all shit is whack already. Yeah. And everybody's just going to copy that. So, uh, B and Stan, I hope you're ready for your phone to ring. Oh, yeah. Because people are already calling you, trying to hit us up. Like, oh, come to this convention for us yes. and talk on this panel. And it's yep. like, stop it. Yeah. I'm really expensive. Um, She's rich. And then I was going to do something for somebody free today, and they emailed me back. You know what? I'm not going to get into that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to give them this. I did something free today. <sighs> I taught somebody how to make a brand, how to get their pitch deck right. Okay. That was a charity for today. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm a giver. Um, construction. Oh, yeah, construction update. They got the floor ripped up. Shit is wild. Um, you know what I mean? They cleared out. We got parts of the wall open. The floor is all ripped up. We got all the uh, string and the lines getting ready to pour concrete. And then um, in another week, get the framing going. Yeah. Yeah, it's moving along pretty quickly. Yeah, this part's going to be good. <clears throat> So we go. We are. Right. I was driving down Central earlier. Um, shout out to Sweat. If anybody doesn't know, my other business, Sweat, just opened up. Fire. Three seventeen Central Avenue, Jersey City, the Heights. There you go. Beautiful space. Right across from that Burger King. You know what I'm saying? There's no weed, but 
you know, cannabis friendly, some wellness events, some wellness and weed events. A lot of things coming. It's huge. Like it's almost like twenty five hundred square feet. So, <clears throat> but anyways, I was driving down over there and I saw somebody down the block with a toss hat on, just walking. Nice. And I was like, it just made me smile. <laughs> like everybody's excited for their local neighborhood dispensary. Listen, shout out to all the people that bought merch uh, while we was in Atlantic City. Yes. We appreciate you. Uh, the merch was heavy. Yeah, um, I know. It, was, it was a lot of merch love um, while we was down there. That's dope. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know what I did want to talk to you about? I actually, this was on my mind earlier because I wanted to get some of your insight about this descheduling. Yes. <clears throat> because my opinion, like I know, I feel like every single email that I get lately is like some blog post or some chat about it. And I understand that, you know, that's a trending topic, so people need to stay abreast. But I'm sort of like, I don't really get it. And the reason why I say I don't get it is because, like, I feel like it's smoke and mirrors, right? Like, descheduling, they were taking it from a one to a three, but I just feel like the schedule is for control of drugs anyway. That's what the schedule is intended for. <coughs> yeah. And it's not that. So what do we even, it needs to completely come off, in my opinion. Yeah, but there's there's nuance to it. So it's dropping down to a three, which just makes it still a regulated drug. Just means uh, I believe that's at the level where doctors can prescribe it, something like that. Um, okay. Instead of it just being completely like unusable, um, right? <clears throat> By the way, currently fentanyl has a lower, uh, easier to get schedule than cannabis. Just yes. so you know, <clears throat> it's um, a schedule too. Yeah, but the business side of it is different. So currently, you know, you can't theoretically take weed across state to state that'd be a felony because it's illegal um whether the states approve that or not you're crossing a state a border uh with cannabis right if they brought it all the way down where it was fully legal where it was federally legal that changes that now why is that important because all these people with cannabis businesses if your cannabis touching or selling you're doing it state by state so all the MSOs, you know, even some of the smaller ones where someone got something on two lines of state line, that's different. You have to file every time individually for each individual state. You got to create another business entity, put it under an umbrella entity. That's the escrow. I'm not willing to go on that. But point is, when it can cross federal lines, people will lose their jobs. You got to understand that. So like, if you have an MSO that's in seven different countries, that's seven different. I mean, seven different states, that's seven different grows full manufacturing setups, all the bureaucracy built into that, and then you have the retail locations. If you don't think that cannabis is going to get grown in the middle of Kansas somewhere, mm. getting shipped around the country, yep. not being fresh, yep. things like that, like any other consumer goods, yep. you're crazy. Listen, in that descheduling happens within three years. Philip Morris, Anheuser-Busch, Monsanto, uh, maybe some one other, are going to own 80% of the cannabis industry. Um, and that's why retail, delivery, um, some of the smaller licenses that aren't predicated so much on the growing aspect are important because those are the ones that have the best opportunity for longevity because it's not based on growing the product. But the other side of that is then two years later, you'll probably see a much bigger, higher price, um, but better market for individual growers where they're making boutique weed, mm. right? So, like, now boutique weed is fighting against MSOs that have yep. a grow in their own state. If that MSO now has a grow in the middle of Kansas and can't really get you fresh weed um, on a regular like that, that the boutique weed person. becomes better, right? So the whole market switches. So, you know, it goes from, mm. like, 
big box companies to boom, 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 independent to federally legal to back to big box companies, bigger box companies um, with diff bigger distribution channels. So that will kill a distribution license. Your distribution license is probably trash now. Um, but then the retail and the boutique market will come back. That's so my your, guess. <clears throat> so your prediction is that instead of getting weed from individual grows in every state, they're going to go to the most cost-effective place mm -hmm. to put their plant, and then that is where they grow from, and they will do, just distribute to all of the states from that per, one particular place. Let's play a game. Dímelo. Where do potatoes come from? Hispanic Heritage Month. Shout out. Big facts. Go ahead. Where do uh, potatoes come from? Um, Idaho. Where do peaches come from? Georgia. Where do oranges come from? Florida. No, you're right. They're definitely not going to ship it all over the country. <laughs> Got them. There, there's your answer. <clears throat> if I name a food or a fruit, you're going to tell me where it's from, where avocados come from. Where do avocados come from? Most people tell you Mexico because that's what the sticker says. A lot of them come from Southern California. But mm. just saying. But it's the same. Yeah, the same topography. So Mexico to Southern California. But avocados, there you go. Other Puerto Ricans yell at me because I don't really like avocado. Actually, I don't either. The like, really? texture not yeah, really my thing. I like a guacamole if it got all the other shit in it. Oh, it's got to be a lot of the Peppers, other shit too. onions, Just garlic. like maybe one yeah. avocado and a lot of other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need all the extras. <clears throat> all the sides on mine, please. <sighs> That's crazy though. Mm -hmm. And you're probably not wrong. You're probably not wrong. Well, what do you I'm, think is I'm the humble. best? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what do you think is the best way to do this? Like realistically, right? I know a lot of people's emotions is in it when we're having this conversation about descheduling and then, you know, people do feel certain ways about the MSOs. But what is really the smartest way to do this? What do you think? Put it like this. If cannabis becomes fairly legal <clears throat> and is treated like any other crop, right? So now think of, switch your mind to the farming industry. You always hear them ch chanting and chanting about more money for, for the small farmers and all these different guys. That's what your cultivation license is going to be. Mm. It's going to be y'all out there championing for the small growers. Yeah. Right? Just take all the background, all the other stuff off it. If it becomes a regular everyday crop, it's going to be treated and done no different than every other everyday regular crop. Yeah. So, you know, why yeah. build a grow in upstate in northern Jersey or Connecticut? It's expensive, yeah. Because square <clears throat> square footage, right? Like cost per square foot, and I could just buy out a whole state yep. worth of land, yep. right? Like Monsanto owns whole states, like from a land standpoint. So, like, this is not going to be any different. They're terrible people. Oh yeah, Philip Morris. That's the other one. That's Philip Morris. There you More go. Terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's how business works. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's my TED Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. I listen. I know you guys be mad when we be like speaking from an honest. Oh, sorry, Jalen. <laughs> from an honest perspective, but for me personally, I just always want people to like stop being so in their feels about business. You do have to go into something with your your heart <clears throat> and passion. But you have to be smart. You have to really look at data, the numbers, previous, like whatever. But you have to do your research. You can't just hopes and dreams because you will have a, a, a close, like how you just said that, then the distribution license is going to be garbage. 
So right now, all right, this is how I want to frame it. If you were setting up your business that you're about to start, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and then you have your five-year strategy, right? You put together what your five-year plan is going to be. If you're not thinking about these things and considering this, and you're just one of those who's like, oh, I just want to be this person in business, so I'm going to go fully vertical, I'm just going to get all the licenses because I can or because I want to, and then you don't think about the fact that which ones may not be in effect, which ones no longer have a value, is it even worth being vertical anymore? And you yeah. made this whole plan on that's not based on the trajectory of actual trends and actual forecasts. But yeah, you see that in regular business out of the regulated market. Well, like there's companies that were the biggest in what they do in the world, and now basically don't exist, like Xerox, right? right. Or like Kodak, right? Like this exists already in business. People just don't, <clears throat> people are so focused on putting cannabis in its own box that they forget that there's no box for money. Money is business. That's how this shit goes. And once they take the federal legality stuff away from it so that the real big dogs that make money can actually do it without messing up their money or a bank could actually uh, back it without uh, fucking up its FDIC status, then you're going to really see how the industry is. Everyone like, oh, I'm in the industry and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. None of you understand the industry. So while we just hurt everybody's feelings... Let's get, put some positivity hold into on, this. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk about hurt feelings, right? And humility. <laughs> so my homie around the corner, he owns, owns the spot, yeah. right? Right. And trust me, I'm humble. I swear. I'm not. Um, but the homie around the corner, he's talking to me, oh, Corey, I can't wait for the dispensary to open. This is so good. This is great. I'm like, that's what's up. Thank you. He's like, I got to introduce you to my son. I think, I think, I swear, he probably knows more about weed than, than you do. I was like, Okay. Hey, do you know what I do for a living? Goes <laughs> now. This is where the part where I was flattered. He's like, "Aren't you like a finance guy in the city in Manhattan?" And I was like, "I wish, right? Because I wouldn't need this weed money." Um, and I was like, "No, I'm a VP of one of the biggest cannabis companies in the country." And he goes, "Oh, yeah. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't. That, that's why I don't believe in humility." I'm not going to be humble about something I worked for. That's true. Right? And do every day. Yeah. No, there's no day. nepotism. Nobody yeah. gave it to me. Yep. There were no freebies. Yep. Had to go backwards a couple times. Not humble about it. Tired of mm. the hard work, but not humble. Anyway, you were saying? <laughs> I'm very I, tired, too. <laughs> yeah. I fell asleep while getting a haircut yesterday. <laughs> Dead ass. That is, no, bro, but listen, that's called doing the work. And you know, and you know the best part, um, at least that I always brag about, that I feel like a lot of people don't consider, is that you work in operations. I do. A lot of times, there's not black, well, men or women, but men, mostly, that are in cannabis that work in operations. <clears throat> Anybody who's black or brown is either like sales, a community manager or sales DEI, or a DEI or so. Always. And I support all those people. I'm just sal saying uh, the, the ceiling here on the op side is not made of glass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. Nah, uh, I'm with it. Yeah. Well, we're here, and it's, it's clear why. Well, listen, you know what, you, what license is still going to work? Which one? Delivery licenses. It is. Give a quick wait play. For our next, give a quick wait play. Wait for our next episode. Y'all not, not ready for this. Oh, you're not going to uh, give a play? No. Oh? Not yet. Not yet. Ooh. 
Not yet. Actually, it's <clears throat> one of my favorite drinks down at Disney World when you walk at Epcot. It's called Beverly, right? Mm. It's pretty dope. But okay. anyway, yeah. Um, so what are you talking we about? We outside. For real, for real. You saw yeah. what I did there? That's good. Ah, we getting good, bro. We're getting good. Listen. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Like, comment, subscribe. Press the button. Big tossed energy. The bell. High fashion. High functioning. Just giving yeah. you the real shit and, and wanting you to win. So use it. Don't be sad. Don't just learn the shit and then go be great. So, yo, do good. Be well. well and get high. Peace.